Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Thank you for listening. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director of Wealth Management at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. I'm joined today by two members of the BWFA financial planning team, Tyler Klug and Joe DePatty. And today we're going to talk to you about your IRA, maybe your traditional IRA, maybe your Roth IRA, and how to get your dollars into a Roth IRA if you haven't done that already, even if you're a high income earner. So Joe, let's start by talking to folks a little bit about what is a traditional IRA versus a Roth IRA? Yeah, so a traditional individual retirement account, an IRA, is a type of account where you can defer taxes on earnings until you take a distribution. Uh, this is outside of your employer-sponsored retirement plan, so it's own individual entity, and you might be able to take an income tax deduction on a contribution depending on what your income might be in any given calendar year. Roth IRA is very similar to a traditional IRA, except for you pay taxes on the front end. So you're actually paying income taxes when you make a contribution to a Roth IRA, but it all grows tax-free over the long term. Excellent. The other thing that I would ask you about is the deduction on my IRA. So I've heard people often sort of naysaying that they're not going to bother to make a contribution to their IRA because they can't take a deduction because they make too much. And while everybody would like to get a tax deduction, I understand why they are complaining a little bit about that. The real benefit of the IRA investment is the years of tax deferral on the growth of that investment. Am I correct in that? You're absolutely right. Even with that non-deductible contribution, um, you will get a, a pretty substantial benefit by avoiding those taxes on any dividends that might accumulate or interest payments that might accumulate. So you're absolutely right. There might be a, there are situations where it makes sense to make those non-deductible contributions, and there might be something you could do with those non-deductible contributions that might even enhance your longer-term outlook. So that's a great segue uh, to talk about how do I get contributions into a Roth IRA especially if I make too much money to meet the standard uh, limits. Tyler, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So first, uh, just backing up a little bit, uh, you know, some people are eligible to contribute directly to a Roth IRA. Again, there are similar limits to like what Joe had mentioned about the traditional IRA, where some folks, depending on income, can get that tax deduction. Well, for the Roth IRA, some people can also make a, a contribution directly to a Roth. And that's dependent on your filing status and your modified adjusted gross income. So for example, if you're married filing jointly and your modified adjusted gross income is about 214,000 or more, you are no longer eligible to actually directly contribute to a Roth IRA. Likewise, if you're filing individually, that threshold is about 143,000. So if you make above that, there still are some strategies that you could follow to still get money into a Roth IRA. And what this is called is a backdoor Roth contribution. Now, like Sandy and Joe were mentioning before, anybody's allowed to contribute to an IRA, but not everybody can get that deduction. Well, when you don't get that deduction, 
you've now made what's called a non-deductible IRA contribution. And then what you would do is as long as you have $0 in all of your other IRAs that you may have, this strategy will work where you can convert all of those non-deductible contributions immediately to your Roth IRA. Now, the IRS also allows anybody to convert any amount of money at any time, so you're following the law and you're making that non-deductible contribution and simply converting it to your Roth, and there's really no tax implications. Absolutely, so, but rather than letting those dividends, interest, and growth accumulate, with this backdoor Roth IRA strategy, we'd want to make that conversion right away. So we're getting all that growth out of a tax-deferred into a tax-free entity. Now, what if I have uh, some investments in a SEP IRA? Does that impact this? Absolutely. The IRS looks at the conversion and the taxability of that conversion on a prorated basis. And they determine the taxability based on your, again, aggregate IRA balances. And when I say that, I mean they look at all of your IRAs. So a SEP, a simple, a traditional. You know, so We have a lot of clients who have old IRAs they forgot about at a bank or you know, an old employer plan like their old SEP IRA if they're self-employed, for example. You know, it's very important you don't forget that you might have those out there because if you were to follow this strategy and have pre-tax assets in an IRA, there's going to be a taxable event from the IRS's perspective. Okay, excellent. And so, you know, we talked about the traditional IRA, the Roth IRA, contribution limits, how to work around those legally within the system if you want to. What else should we be aware of, Joe? Well, you want to make sure, one, uh, you're talking to your financial professional, making sure that you're eligible to do all of these types of transactions. There could be some tax implications, and we want to make sure you're not paying unnecessary taxes and penalties. Um, a big one is just forgetting to convert those after-tax contributions to your Roth IRA. So if you did forget to convert and you accumulated you know, tax-deferred growth on a non-deductible contribution, you might end up having to pay more taxes down the line. So just making sure you're following every step you know, perfectly is going to really in increase your chances over the long term of having you know, a better retirement, more funds to spend you know, kind of how you wish over the longer term. Likewise, if you do make that non-deductible contribution, you will have to file Form 8606 with your income tax return for that calendar year. Good advice. Tyler, any last words? Yeah, just one other thing I wanted to point out, which is very important, uh, but let's say, for example, you followed this strategy today in August, and you retired in a couple months. So let's say in October you retired and decided you wanted to roll over your old 401k now to your IRA. Well, if you were to do that, when you go to file your taxes next year, there is going to be a taxable event, very likely, because if you now have pre-tax dollars in your IRA from that rollover as of 1231, the IRS is going to consider that as part of this whole process. And so then there would be a taxable event. So just there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of things to consider. So again, just want to stress, make sure you're reviewing with your financial professionals and tax uh, advisors to make sure you're following the right steps. So in that example that you just gave, as long as I waited until January to do that rollover, right, then right. I would be okay. But if I did it anytime before 1231, I'd be in hot water, so to speak. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, folks, I think Tyler and Joe have both made this clear, and I want to underscore it as well. There are a lot of moving parts here. This is something that we do for our clients here at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors on a regular basis. So talk to your advisor, get some guidance on how you can convert some of your hard-earned money into a Roth IRA, even if you are above 
the income limits. And if your advisor cannot guide you on this process, please call us here at BWFA. Not only may you have some uh, financial investment, financial planning, and tax-related questions, but we have investment, planning, and tax experts here to answer all of those questions. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.